Hi, I'm Matt from Natigal, and I'd like to welcome you to the Where Would You Like to Start podcast. Here's my co-author, Dr. David Freeman, on what we're really disclosing when we complain about a family member. Everything that the patient or the client is saying about somebody else, fundamentally they're saying about themselves. They're revealing themselves. They're not really talking about that other person. I could say this without exaggeration, that over the years of doing this work, whenever a person has come into my office, after I've seen someone in the family describe them, they've never fit the description that I've conjured up in my mind from those descriptions. Let's for a moment assume that David's correct, that whatever you say about your sibling or spouse, you're really saying something about yourself. At first glance, you think, no, that's impossible. My brother really is crazy. Or, trust me, living with my wife, you'd see. Now, I don't think David is talking about the itty-bitty details about what drives you crazy about your loved one. No. He's speaking to how we are emotionally more or less the same. What I mean to say is what gets us upset and anxious about the people we love it reveals something unsettled within ourselves. Now, at times, this could reflect a perfect one-to-one relationship. Let me give you an example. If it drives you absolutely crazy when your spouse is late, but you yourself are almost always late, well, what you find so maddening in your spouse, you have trouble with as well. However, in most instances, When we are triggered by a family member, we are unaware about what that says about us. The focus goes only one way, how they are such a problem. So if you're able, think about someone in your family. It could be your spouse, your child, your sibling or parent. Think about how you talk about them in a certain way. You know what I mean. The crazy uncle, the mean aunt, the selfish sister, that sort of thing. Now, take a moment to consider what is it about that person that is getting you so reactive? Is it possible that this might be pointing to something about you that is unfinished? Something about you that needs to be worked on? Let me give you a real case example of how this operates in a relationship. I was working with a woman who had an ongoing turbulent relationship with her older sister. She claims it wasn't always this way and that up until mid-adolescence, they were quite close. But when they left home, she found her sister to be bossy and a know-it-all. As the years passed, my client purposefully distanced from her sister. And this effort did make my client feel better. The less she saw her sister, the better she felt. However, there were those darn family get-togethers. And this would cause my client all sorts of anguish. And then there was her spotty career history. She always seemed to have trouble with her supervisors. In fact, the reason she entered therapy was because her HR manager suggested something had to change or she would be let go of a job she enjoyed. During her first session of therapy, my client focused on her eldest sister. She said she was convinced her sister had a personality disorder and that this would explain why it was so hard to be around her. I asked her how she knew this, and she said that she did her own research online and that borderline personality disorder seemed to be a perfect fit. After a few months of working together, my client's father was diagnosed with terminal cancer and died. 
This nodal event would provide an opening for both sisters to attend therapy together. When I met my client's sister, she didn't resemble in any way the characterization that my client made her out to be. In fact, both sisters seemed evenly matched in their anxiety, though they handled it quite differently. For my client, when anxiety would increase, she would turn to healers, self-help books, and friends for advice and life guidance. Her older sister was the opposite and said everyone always turned to her for advice, and she enjoyed giving it, even though she often felt like she was carrying the world's problems on her shoulders. She perceived her younger sister to be immature and often worried about her. If you only look at the details, both sisters would appear to be miles apart. But when they spoke about their father's death and how they were managing their emotions, it was clear they had much more in common. When the older sister became anxious, she automatically coached others on how to think and feel. When the younger sister was anxious, she leaned on people to calm her down. It didn't take long until they were both able to see the pattern. Once that happened, they were able to own their part of the problematic relationship. The older sister took the first step. She confided to her younger sister that since dad's death, she was having trouble sleeping and felt overburdened with trying to manage everyone's problems. She felt she had no one to turn to and was too ashamed to admit that she was struggling. By being honest and vulnerable with her younger sister, it provided a systemic shift, allowing the younger sister to be there for her eldest sibling in a way that she was not accustomed to. This allowed my client to feel less like she was always in a one-down position with her sister. It also provided her with the space to figure out stuff for herself without leaning on or running away from her eldest sister. The death of their father provided enough of a disruption in the family system to start the process of thinking about things differently. Both sisters report that moving the focus off of each other and towards themselves, they've been able to sustain a wonderful friendship and strengthen family ties. So I encourage you to see if David's observation rings true in your own life. The next time you're having a strong reaction about someone in your family, consider just for a moment if you're actually revealing something about yourself, something hidden that has the potential to be brought to light. The soundbite that you heard at the beginning of the podcast was taken from my upcoming book called Where Would You Like to Start? A Master Therapist on Beginning Psychotherapy with Families. It will be released in the winter of 2020. If you have any questions or suggestions about the podcast or book, please go to my website, nadigal.com, N-A-D-I-G-E-L.com, click contact and send me an email. Thanks for listening.